0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the house. Okay, Topper. Ease are in. Landing gear's frozen. Looking good. Lost my
1: radar. A, a little more power now. I'm out of fuel. Right for lineup. Lost a wing. Doing fine. There goes the other one. Okay, Topper. Call the ball. Touching down. <laughs> That was Rosie coming into Austin, Texas last night from Orlando. <laughs> uh,
2: that's a hard landing right there. I remember that. I, actually, we were in Orlando loading, and they said, um, we're sorry to announce uh, someone has detected a mechanical problem with this airplane. Uh, would you all all please return to the uh, lobby, and we'll figure this out. I said, you bet I will, <laughs> <laughs> Better
3: to figure it out on the ground. Yeah
2: yeah do not I d I don't I don't knowingly fly in airplanes with broken parts, that's for sure. It's inconvenient being rescheduled, missing your connection, staying in Austin, having a a, a um a steam pocket. Oh no, a hot, having, hot pocket. <laughs> having a hot pocket for your dinner at twelve thirty in the morning before you go to bed. But we're ready, we're here, we're prepared. It's Rosie and Jennifer broadcasting live. Yep from our beautiful motel room overlooking the skyline of Austin, Texas. We will be flying home this evening with Romy in studio and, of course, Mr. Gary D., our broadcast engineer, keeping everything under control. We're talking this particular hour about honeydew tips. and Um, You might want to consider for Valentine's Day, and I'll have a couple of tips, guys, on how to make this Super Bowl weekend the most romantic weekend you and your wife have ever had. I've already given you point one to I've got others as it comes closer and closer to deck game time through the course of the day. you got to stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss these tips.
1: Well, real quick, while uh, we give out the number, if you'd like to join the conversation, this is our 10 o'clock hour, our open home hour, open to you, the Arizona homeowner, whatever you want to talk about your home, castle or cabin. Come on in and join our house and we'll see how we can help you. And get your question answered. You do that by dialing 188-767-4348. That's 188 Rosie for you. Text questions can be sent to 411 or if you need to send a picture for uh, to describe the project or you're looking for a little product identification, you can email that to info at uh, Mention why you were in Orlando and then hit points one and two real quick for our radio affiliates that's just joining us here in the 10 o'clock hour.
2: Jennifer and I just spent the past week at the largest building products and services show of the year in the world. It's called the International Builder Show. It's it's held in conjunction with the kitchen and bath uh, industry show. It's a million square feet. There's only a couple cities in America with a convention center big enough to hold everything that's put on display. And they only give us three days. I, I really think it, it should almost be a 10-day event. There's so much to see. I think Jennifer put on about uh, about twenty miles in the three days.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, about eight miles a day, and that was and even with uh, all the cool classes we got to take. We got lots of continuing education type classes from the experts. We have all kinds of great things to share.
2: A couple big takeaways, and we're going to be covering. I mean, our brain was ready to explode. Jennifer and I went out to dinner last night with a couple notepads. We sat at the table and just said, "What do you want to share with the homeowners in Arizona that we've learned?" And we've got pages and pages of notes, but Jennifer, your number one takeaway from the international builder show in Orlando.
3: Well, you know how in the old days you used to be able to work on your own car.
2: Yeah, I love those. I love those models. And you
3: taught <laughs> all our kids how to w- work on that little uh, stepside uh, pickup truck we had. Yeah. And but as things have changed and uh, updated, now things cars are so computerized that you have to have experts to work on them. And it kind of seems like the smart house is the house of the future. Amen. Like it's not going to yeah. be an option. This stuff is going to be in your home. And, you know, unless you've owned your home a long time and you decide not to, but if you're going to step into a new home or a new, or you know, some uh, flipped home or whatever, these things are going to be incorporated into your home. So there's it's updating your
2: house. Yeah. It's going to involve this technology.
3: Yeah. So I think we're going to be leaning more and more on experts uh, to help us with things Um, even lighting. Lighting is a huge... uh,
2: It's so complicated. It's
3: complicated between color and technologies and... Done right and
2: done wrong Mm -hmm. is is all the difference in the world.
3: Well, I I just really um, gained a new appreciation for people in the building and interior design field, knowing that you really could in the long run save yourself a lot of grief by going to an expert first, and they're not all that pricey. I mean, from what they can save you, what they can introduce you to, what they can tell you is a good product. There's a lot of shiny things out there that you could get all excited about, and then you find out, hey, this just hit the market, and uh, maybe it's not the best time to try this new product. So just seeking some professional guidance, I think, is is really the tip I got, and I've always been kind of against that. I'm like, I can do this myself kind of person, but um, I, I can't anymore. There's a lot out there.
2: Sweet. Jennifer's number one takeaway from the International Builder Show of 2022 held in Orlando that we were trying to get home from last night. We were stuck in Austin, and have a Finish the broadcast here. Go do a little hike along the Colorado River City Parks and then catch an airplane home tonight. Now, I'd like to continue because my number one takeaway was, how am I going to make this weekend the most romantic weekend <laughs> of, of our 43-year marriage?
3: I never even realized that I, the intersection of the Super Bowl. I think, is Day. I think
2: the NFL should have the Super Bowl every single Valentine's Day weekend. I've given a couple tips for you guys. And I'm talking primarily to you guys whose wives may not be big football fans.
1: And real quick, just do one and two for those that have just joined us. Number one, get up
2: ahead of your wife on Sunday morning, game day, and uh, fix the coffee, prepare a little breakfast and bring it all to her in bed. If it's your family tradition of going to church, you get the kids up, get them dressed, get them all dolled up, polish the shoes, braid the hair, do whatever you got to do to get everybody ready and get to church. Now, point three, you get home. Uh, uh, Point three for me on Sunday after church, uh, I'm pretty religious about taking a Sunday afternoon nap. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) pretty much. Uh, So get your nap done and then wake up fully energized to start preparing the appetizers. Don't let your wife struggle through the kitchen all afternoon. You get up and prepare the appetizers for game time. Ice down the refreshments in a big bucket. Dump them in there, fill it full of ice. Fix your angels on horseback. Fix your, your poppers. Uh, fix all of your other fried favorite appetizers and get them ready for the game time. Let your wife enjoy doing whatever she likes to do through the course of the afternoon. Remember, you're getting close to kickoff becomes more and more strategic the closer we get to game time <laughs> and, all
1: right and, so there's and, step one two and three and just to have the record straight rosie's very religious about taking a nap on every day that ends in day <laughs> <laughs> and i'm the same said, <laughs> i'm the <I> same
3: <laughs>
1: getting back to the topic at hand
2: simple projects for your honey to do it's our it's our article of the week it's our hashtag of the week and this is another element of making this weekend super, super special. We talk about things you could do for your Valentine. That We opened the article with uh, 10 tips on cleaning. Well, let me just take point one on cleaning. It talks about cleaning the uh, dirty light switch covers and receptacles and devices in your house. And I think that would be an excellent way to show your appreciation. For those that you live with in the house, go ahead and prep them. Go ahead and disinfect them. Go ahead and clean the grease stains on the wall around them. But, but, if maybe you need to go a step farther, because maybe your behavior hasn't been what it should be. (laughs) And you need to go just a little bit beyond that extra mile. Why don't you consider turning the circuit breaker off, removing the faceplate and the screws, the trim screws and the electrical device and spread them out on a table covered with old newspaper on the back patio and treat them all with a primer. We use a product called Versa Primer. There's several different types that work well. Those are made out of those devices are made out of plastic and they will not hold paint. You can also wash them down with trisodium phosphate Rinse them well, sand them with a 200-grit sandpaper, and then go to a professional paint store and buy a device called a paint spray bomb. And it's actually an empty spray paint can that you unscrew the top of, and you pour in whatever color paint you want. Make sure it's thoroughly stirred, thoroughly mixed. You may have to thin it down just a very little bit. Screw the spray lid back on the top, And actually, after priming all those electrical devices and switches and trim plates and screw heads, now paint them the color to match your wall or maybe an accenting color. Those devices don't have to be bone, ivory, or white. They can be any color you want. So if you are in a situation where you need to go that extra mile to win your Valentine's heart, don't just stop at cleaning all those devices. Go ahead and properly prep them and paint them. Put them back together. Let, let the paint thoroughly dry, maybe even a couple days before you put them back on the wall to keep from chipping it while the paint is drying. And uh, I, I, I think you could really win a couple extra stars in your crown with that one. Take it from me, Rosie, on the house. <laughs> Maybe you're
0: everything Have ever Yeah, dream
2: yeah. And welcome back to the Super Bowl Valentine's Day special combo weekend production of "Rosie on the House. where well, we're talking this hour about anything you'd like to talk about, as well as the article we prepared for this hour, Honeydew list projects you can tackle as a Valentine Day project for your honey. I understand we've got callers on hold. Romy, you want to take us to that first
1: caller? And I believe it's Rosie in Tucson. Welcome to the program. How may we help you? Well, it's Ruby, but I have sheet vinyl floor. coming up. Um, it's been down
3: there about 50 years. And it still looks really nice, except two of the seams are coming up. One of them is over a foot long, and it's up... Seriously, so um, it's almost the point where it might be tripped over. So I need to glue it back down.
1: Okay, it sounds like she's driving around, and from what I understand, we've got sheet vinyl where the sheets come yeah. together. They're peeling up, and it's becoming a trip yeah. hazard. And we want to get them back down to uh, re-adhere to the concrete.
2: After the sheet vinyl's been down 15 years, that that there can be a lot of reasons for that. Uh, Had it been a little bit shorter time, I would be very suspicious of a subsurface moisture problem. But after sheet vinyl has been down about 15 years, that's about the life expectancy of the sheet vinyl, unless it is one of the very highest grade luxury sheet vinyls that we were installing about 15, 20 years ago. At that time, they were even as or more expensive than ceramic tile, but it was a great product. Um, I had been, for years, a big fan of large sheet vinyl sheets uh, rolled out as a uniform floor in the high-grade product because it did hold up so well. Rosie, I'm afraid that at 15 years, um, if you're not experiencing any other moisture-related problems of your slab, it very well could just be the vinyl has aged out Our our sunlight coming through the windows, our air conditioners removing the humidity from the air, keeping you home at 20-25% humidity. If you have gas heat, the gas heat's keeping the humidity fairly low. You've actually just you you've baked out, cooked out the elasticity components of the vinyl product and it's just giving in to age. I'd have a flooring expert come out and take a look at it, verify we're not having a moisture problem. If uh, if if there are any other indications you've got moisture issues, then get get in touch with Arizona Foundation Solutions. They've got representation and teams in Tucson that can help you out.
1: And you know what I would do is, is you could even cut that off. You get a floor scraper or a razor knife, and if it is a trip hazard, until we address and solve the problem if you're worried about chipping it. Just cut it off so that you know, where it's still adhered to the concrete, that way that trip hazard is gone. So That's one option.
2: Um it might be hard to to cut it without removing the surface finish of it. Maybe you just throw a little rug over the top of it so you can get a floor covering expert out there to take a look at it.
1: There you go. We appreciate the call. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Gary's busy right now behind the glass screening calls. And Let's we've also go to got that next cleaning project on our list. You know, uh okay, go
2: for it. We're talking about cleaning plumbing fixtures and getting rid of that build up around the faucets, the shower heads that you may have accumulated to- maybe even on the shower doors, the shower framework. You know, good water, whole house water treatment systems will take care of that. But, and most of the people, all the people that are ROSI certified in water treatment will tell you, if you put a water treatment system on your house, it'll take about as long for that treated water to remove all those sediments as it took for the old water to build it up. So it's a very slow process. So, what you might want to do to get in there and kind of polish it up is let's get to the Ace Hardware Store and buy some CLR uh, remover. Um, You could also use vinegar, but I found the CLR to work very good. Get yourself, uh, get it diluted according to the instructions. Get yourself a soft toothbrush, not a steel uh, bristled uh, wire brush, a soft toothbrush and you can actually start working your way around all of those sediments built up on your plumbing fixtures. Take shower heads, put them in a Ziploc bag, fill the bag with the CLR, let them soak for as long as it takes, 15 minutes, and just kind of break it. may take a couple treatments. The CLR kind of gets in there and softens it, reduces it. It may not soften it, reduce it enough to break it free of its grip of the fixture. Go ahead and two times, that soft toothbrush, clean it up, get all your pictures looking and shined up, looking beautiful, and that will be a great way for you to just kind of show that Valentine in your house that you care about how these things look. And again, if you've got to go that extra mile, if you've got to go that extra step based on your poor behavior and you need to win back, (laughs) win back some of those lost affections, then consider contacting a Rosie certified whole house water treatment service provider and have a whole house water treatment system installed for those of you in really deep trouble.
3: Or just out of the goodness of your heart we will do it too. Oh, Oh, Which ties into
1: a text question we got at 411923. Somebody wanted to talk about the difference between tank uh, or tank and tankless water heaters, and they do have gas, which is a great question. We've got an article that goes into that in depth, but we'll address it briefly here uh, after Bottom of the Hour News, along with the rest of our weekly to do and our top. Most popular article of the week along with the uh, producers pick seven674 767 4348 to join the conversation. That's one triple eight Rosie for you.
2: Valentine. Won't you be my Valentine? introduce your heart to mine
1: and be my valentine hey it's a great song but do you put picture willie really as the picture of valentine's day
0: <laughs> well uh, it depends on how much <clears throat> uh, how do i put this Weed, you smoke <laughs> Weed's
3: legal this album is amazing though music.
2: Uh, uh, Willie Willie Nelson Stardust album is one of our oh. favorite. Jennifer and I. Hey. You know, Good we story. were uh, recently at the uh, Builder Show in Orlando, and it's one million square feet of covered convention center filled with all the latest and greatest building material, products, services, inventions. I um, people from all over the world some to this event. And after walking, uh, Jennifer, you you said you covered over 22 miles. Mm -hmm. And you were in classes. I was walking the whole time, so I covered probably 30 over the three days. There was one booth that was like honey with bees. It was so crowded, you could not even get in the booth to see what it was. and It was the Ford line of work vehicles and they had the all-electric f-150 up there and you couldn't even approach it without waiting in line 20 30 or 40 minutes jennifer and i took several pictures of the ford booth at the builder show i mean guys were getting their superintendents and the rangers and saying, sit in there and make sure you're comfortable is that cab big enough for you you could be all right with that will that cover all the tools you need And then the 350 and the 450 with the work boxes on the back and that all-electric F-150 powering big screen TV in the bed, powering tools that they were actually cutting miter, uh, compound miter cuts for crown molding. It was absolutely beautiful. And then you've got the frunk. The what? The frunk. There's no engine. Oh. So where the front trunk should be is now called the frunk. That's where the motor used to be. Now it's additional storage capacity. I can't tell you. And then we'd go to the other manufacturers. All the manufacturers were there. Their booths were empty. They were like ghost towns. So you want to take a look at some of the vehicles that Ford Motor has come out with in the last year, year and a half, that have grabbed headlines in every major industry periodical published in the world. The Maverick the Ranger, the all-electric E-150, the Mach-E, uh, the Bronco. You've got to take a look at these world-class award-winning vehicles by Ford Motor Company and in Phoenix, in Arizona. There's only one place that we would recommend you go take a look at them, and that is at Sanderson Ford, where Rosie, Rosie Wright Remodeling, Rosie announced Production, all of Rosie's family and friends have bought every Ford vehicle we own from Sanderson Ford for the last thirty years. That's why I know I can confidently recommend to you go look at a Ford and go look at Sanderson Ford in Glendale.
1: And if you'd like to join the conversation here, it's one triple eight. 767 4348. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Generally, Jennifer is doing the call screening, but Gary's double tasking behind the glass right now, both uh, pushing all the buttons and screening calls. And he's busy on the line right now. And we were going to the bottom of the hour news and reading a text message that came in at 411923 asking about tankless and tank water heaters. Most of us have a tank water heater, whether it's gas or electric, at It's a gallon size based on how many plumbing fixtures are in your home. The tank fills up. Uh, The electric uh, heating elements or the gas pilot kicks on, heats the water up to the preset temperature, and it keeps it hot for you. So when you're ready to use it, you've got a supply of hot water. The new tankless water heaters, they don't heat anything up until you ask for it. So when you turn on a hot water fixture and water starts moving through your plumbing pipes, it then starts to heat the water and it heats it instantly and continuously as long as the hot water is running. When you shut the hot water off, it stops and it turns off. And it can be a more efficient way because you're not ever paying to heat water uh, in a tank, you know, it may be 12 hours between using hot water, depending on your work schedule and coming home and leaving it maybe six hours, whatever the case may be. You're never the water heater is never kicking on when you're not using it. So you're only using electricity for hot water when you're asking for hot water. What you need to know about switching to a tankless water heater is a couple things Um because it heats it so quickly the volume of energy that it uses when it's heating is greater than what you probably have piped or wired to your existing water heater whether it's electric or gas the chance that you'll need to increase the size of electric supply is pretty good you know you may have, so it's either a bigger wire that's run there or a bigger gas line that's run there so then you have to go back To the panel uh, for electrical so if it's close and a lot of times your water heater is close to your electrical panel it's in the garage um, and your electric service panels on the outside so it may not be a big expense there but if you've got a long run um, it it can start adding up then on top of that most tankless water heaters that i'm aware of to honor their warranty you have to have a water treatment system installed on top of that so if you don't already have a water treatment system that's an additional cost so your conversion to going to tankless can be a lot more you know four or five six times more expensive than just switching out your conventional tank water heater so it may not you may not see a cost savings in your first new tankless water heater but once you've got the infrastructure there two three tankless water heaters down the road then you know, you'll see your cost savings on electricity so it's a long span of time before you see that payoff but there's a lot of things that a tankless water heater uh, can benefit i mean first of all just think about an endless supply of hot water you never have to worry about shower order you were talking about getting everyone ready for church on sunday morning dad if you know even in an off-peak situation where the tank water heater might be heating the whole time for a bigger family that still doesn't give everyone enough time to make it through the shower with hot water tankless water heater you never run into that situation if you've got a big jacuzzi tub and this cracks me up i've seen it many times where the builder will install this jacuzzi tub and it's part of their selling advantage is, oh, you know, the master suite has this jacuzzi tub and it's, but they don't look at how many gallons is required to fill it up and put a 40-gallon tank in the house that's not big enough to fill up your jacuzzi tub. <laughs> and so so you, true. you only get half so of true. the tub full with hot water before you're out of hot water and the water heater doesn't heat up fast enough to ever get that jacuzzi tub full <laughs> enough. So
0: That'll blow your Valentine's you know, Day night. You
1: know, yeah, that. Yeah, yes, it will. And, and, Romi, your your point goes to
2: what Jennifer talked about. Was her number one takeaway from the Builder Show this week is that homes are getting more complicated. Like you used to be able to, you know, gap uh, your your point system on your distributor of the nineteen seventies vehicle with a matchbook cover. Now you don't even go underneath your hood. Homes are going to get more technical, more complicated, and more smart. And tankless water heaters are the way of the future. That is the way we will all be heating our water in the future. So don't replace your traditional tank without considering converting to tankless. But just like Romy says, there's a lot to consider. So make sure you take a look at the whole picture before you dive in.
1: And Let's get back to our article. Go ahead. Just two more quick points wrapping that up. One of one, an additional benefit is, you know, if you do take a bath, well, if you're really dirty, you don't want to get in the bathtub dirty. So you can quick take a cleaning shower and then fill up your soaking <laughs> bath and enjoy that without sitting in, you know, whatever grime and dirt you picked up from the day. And then... Um, soaking like a
2: true rancher, right? Most,
1: there. <laughs> most of our water treatment specialists that are plumbing specialists that do tankless water heaters install and and virtually virtually every service industry now has a finance partner uh it's just the way of the industry you know the 20 years ago you never heard of it but well now everyone's got a finance package whether it's for your windows your doors your air conditioning your roof you know as these big ticket items continue to get bigger as more technology and more material is put into them, they all come with financing options. It may even come straight from the manufacturer as well. So, you know, we're not in, I'm not encouraging you to go run up a bunch of financing (laughs) on all different projects for your home improvement, but that is an option if you're switching out and you're going to that. Well, you know, so now maybe we're paying 200, 300 bucks a month for a year, you know that's a little bit more manageable than maybe doing eight thousand on your change out up front.
0: You know the outdoor shower reminds me of uh, auto dealer magnet Tex Earnhardt, who I got to meet. He would take a shower every day with a hose outside. When the I the way he, the way he did it when he was a kid, all the way through his life, that's all it was—just take a shower with the hose.
1: Well, there when go. I <laughs> built uh, my house, I I put a shower right on the outside of the garage, where yeah. most of the point of entry. Uh, coming in and out, and you put a cold and a hot water supply right there.
0: A beach shower works the same way. You come out of the ocean, rinse off first, and then go in the
2: house. There
1: you go. Mm-hmm. There you go.
2: All right. Now I want to show you. Great, <laughs> great tips on tankless water heaters. On on our topic at hand, Valentine's Day Super Bowl edition of Rose Hill House, we're talking about honeydew tips you might consider getting done for your honey. And one of them is cleaning the refrigerator. When was the last time you got in there and took everything out and really wiped that refrigerator down? Most have defrost cycles. Do you know where that defrost cycle goes? The defrost actually takes all that condensation and the melting ice and puts it into a pan underneath your refrigerator. Have you ever taken the toe kick off that refrigerator, pulled that condensate catchment pan out, taking a look at it? When you do, if you haven't ever done it before – make sure you have a barf bag handy because it will make you throw up it's all the little food particles that have been washed down this tube put into a pan right underneath the compressor where it's hot so the condensation is constantly re-evaporated into the air but it leaves all the food particles there at the bottom of that pan take a look at the owner's manual of your refrigerator see if it has one of those pans and don't stop at just cleaning the bread and butter Container, the vegetable container, the meat container, and the shelves in the back and the walls and all of that. Go ahead and take a look. If you've got that pan, it's worth taking it outside. And now that's where you could use a power washer. Mount it up on the wall, stand way far back and power wash the heck out of it. Make sure it dries real well before you put it back. Now, if you're one of those guys that may need a little extra go that little extra mile, not only would you clean the refrigerator, but go into the pantry, and if your pantry shelves are solid particle wood or plywood painted, consider ripping them all out. Uh, and when you do that, I can promise you, if you're a family, you're going to get up there and you're going to clean those shelves off of everything, and you're going to find some petrified cornflakes and some petrified Fritos and, and a petrified a whole lot of other things. Get in there and rip all those solid shelves out, and get over to a shop like Organized Living and buy their cleat-mount wire shelving system and run all your shelving in your pantry in wire shelves and allow nothing to be put on the floor. That way, when Junior's up on the stool reaching for the cornflakes, absolutely, accidentally spills half the box on the backside of the counter. It doesn't stay hidden. It all falls through to the floor You see it, you vacuum it up, and it's a great way to add a level of cleanliness to your pantry that you've never, ever had before. So those wire rack systems are that next step for any of you guys that might need a little extra star in your crown to win your Valentine's Day heart this Super Bowl weekend. When we get back, I'm going to be talking about my final tip of how to make Super Bowl weekend this weekend tie in perfectly with valentine's day celebration this could be the most romantic super bowl sunday of your married life Can can i go fanboy
0: on you guys for a second uh i'm on facebook and i posted something on paul mccartney's site uh his daughter has a cookbook out not only did i get a like from him i got a like from his personal account so i know it came directly from him so i fanboyed out all this week about that i mean watch out yeah how about that sir
2: paul wow isn't that cool well you are you are tuned in to the super bowl weekend Valentine's day edition of rosie on the house and i promise to bring all you guys tips on how to make this the most romantic weekend of your entire married life. And I'd like to kind of wrap that up now because this last point takes just a little bit of explaining. It sounds harsh but it works. So I've told you guys with Super Bowl tomorrow, get up, fix breakfast in bed for your sweetheart, bring it to her. If your tradition is going to church, you get the kids up early, get them prepared, get them dressed, and get them out the door. Come home Take your little traditional Sunday afternoon nap, and then you prepare all the appetizers. Don't push that off on your wife. And then as it gets really close to kickoff, start of the game, sit her down. You give up your favorite easy chair. You allow your wife to sit in your easy chair. And just before kickoff, as she's kind of warming up to the idea with the pregame analysis and stuff, then you duct tape her to that chair, <laughs> okay? And now <laughs> she can't get up for the rest of the game. And now your chance to explain to her all the tactics and strategies of football. Explain to her. What the nickel package is. Explain to her what the prevent defense is. Explain to her all the strategies and tactics of winning the game, but don't let her get up. Have her watch the entire game in this scenario. And once she understands the game, this will become a Super Bowl Valentine's Day tradition for both of you, where she'll actually be able to enjoy the game, understanding the game. So the duct tape sounds ruthless, but in the long scheme of things, it, it works pretty good. She's going to expect
3: this every year now, you know. The duct tape? No, the rest <laughs> of it. I, I stopped short of the duct tape. Oh. Yeah. yeah,
2: And guys, if, if she's a particularly vociferous, uh, objectionable to this plan, four more inches of duct tape strategically placed above the chin. Oh, stop
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you could really... Maybe sign her up for a staycation, too. So then some other part of the year, you could take her out on a nice getaway. In L.A.
2: for the Super Bowl.
3: No, staycation (laughs) in Arizona. Get out and enjoy Arizona. We have people going to Oatman this week, and they are taking a basket from Divine Gourmet. So if you want a nice Arizona-based local gift, go to Divine Gourmet. That'd be a great place to get something for your sweetheart, yeah, too. it
2: certainly would. Did you put feed would. for the
0: burros in the basket, too, as
2: well? That's a good tip. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've got to feed the you burros in Oakland for sure. Absolutely. we got to get that put into the staycation yeah, package. Yeah, you betcha. Pellets for the burros. We, we've we got something. We can just get out of the tech
0: shed. <laughs> there you
2: go. All right. So the Arizona staycation, you can only get at But you, Honey, you know what a pre good defense is, don't you? You know what?
3: When Rosie watches the game, he does not want to talk about the game. (laughs) So I rarely have a chance to actually learn the rules, but maybe this year. I've got a
2: daughter who's in the habit of inviting friends over to watch the game with us, and then they talk in the living room (laughs) while we're trying to watch the game the entire time and never even see the game.
0: So so for everyone listening, we know who we're rooting for. But Rosie, why don't you tell everybody?
2: Oh, it's got to be Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I think there are actually more. LSU Tigers playing for the other team. No, but
0: two I'm, of them for the Rams and four from LSU uh, for
2: the
1: Bengals., yeah. four, or four or five. I've heard it change a few times. Yeah, yeah more? Oh, more LSU Tigers are playing for the Bengals, so Tigers again.
2: Okay, well, I'm. Well, I thought more LSU Tigers were playing for the Rams, but I'm, I'm all for Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase and the rest of the LSU alumni. For what, for what this would do for the bingo fan base. And I'll tell you what, the Orlando airport was, how about that guy in that bingo dress coat? <laughs> well, was that something else? There were a bunch of bingo fans in the Orlando airport last night as we were headed out. So and they're all stuck in Austin right now with us. <laughs>
1: If you've got questions between now and next Saturday, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's 188 Rosie for you. Eight o'clock will be Jay Harper. Nine o'clock will be talking about paint application. Ten o'clock of COVID, of course, open home